So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. So, this one's gonna be about focus and archery and Japanese archery and a German man and an archer master and archery and a German man and archery and mastery, a German man and Sanshin. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Already started so enormously great. And with that being said, hello and welcome back to the next episode of the Self-Development with Tactics fucking podcast. And I'm pretty pumped. If you haven't noticed up to this point, I'm really pumped. Like, you know, always when I'm in a train, I'm like, well, I gotta have to record when I'm at home. And I seem not to be particularly, like, I'm still looking forward to it. But it's not like, okay, I'm so fucking pumped that I'm now going to be able, at some, some days, it is actually the case. I'm feeling like, well... At least I can record something today. At least this is like the joy that I'm getting. But every time when I'm setting up everything, when I come home, like just put down my, my PC, turn on all the lights, it is just an amazing feeling. You know, it just really feels good somehow. And I'm really fortunate, you know, that I'm able to do that. And I'm so grateful that I'm able to do that. You know, at least as easy as I'm able to do it, which means like, okay, my Wi-Fi is pretty good. My internet is pretty good, which enables me to upload relatively big files. I have a great PC. I do have some lighting. I do just have a great phone, which actually makes the audio quality quite good. It is insane. You know, it is really insane what is possible. Like, what is possible with what I'm having, you know? And in the end, the quality is actually good enough. Like, yeah, now it actually depends on what I'm doing with it. You know, what I'm doing with the gear that I'm having, you know, because, you know, it is not only quality, but it's also like editing, you know, which you could include into quality and whatever. But yeah, you know, for me, it is something that is not like just really quality because it has nothing to do with hardware. But, you know, if you're editing, you know, your shitty videos enormously good, they are still pretty good. Like, I don't know, the old movies from Casey Neistat, they're still fucking great, you know, because they're done really fucking great, you know? Even though the camera was like shit if you compare it to like nowadays DSLRs or just maybe even DS DSLRs back in the days because he was just using a fucking, I don't know, just compact camera, like just, you know, such an old one, like so small one with a lens and it is not kind of detachable or something. It's just a lens, a camera, and that's quite it. And it is small. I think you know what I mean. But the thing is, they are still great. But yeah, you know, this is at least something that I'm trying today, that this episode is going to be amazingly great, even though I might not be cutting it, you know, unless you somehow count the cuts that I'm having while I'm doing the episode, which means like, okay, this section is different than the section we're going to afterwards. But yeah, I'm trying to be not charismatic, but, but I don't know. Like if you're really trying to be something, if this is actually making it better or worse, I kind of feel like that it could just make it even worse, you know, even though you you would think or you you would like to think that it is making it better because you're thinking hard about it, but I don't think so. Somehow, I don't know. But yeah, as I've said already before the intro, we are going ahead with another James Clear article, or I've actually not told you that before the intro, but 
It is another James Clear article, you know. It is actually my go-to site when I do not really know what to go through. And I might even go through another book, you know, just tomorrow or something. I'm thinking about it, I guess, you know, or do, doing something else maybe. Something that I've been doing up to this point is actually reading the article before I'm, yeah, before I'm actually kind of reviewing it or going through it because it makes everything a little bit more easy, you know, and it also somehow ensures that there is something. And even though I do not quite understand the point of the story that I'm going to go through right afterwards, um, I still think it is, first of all, a great story and it is also somehow a great message, even though I quite do not understand it. But what I understand or what I just interpret there is good in my point of view. But yeah, so Sanshin, learning the art of attention and focus from a legendary samurai archer. Well, yeah, I'm just debating with myself whether I should actually read it or not. Because, like, yeah, it's actually the only thing that I would be reading, or would I? Would I? Maybe I'm not going to read the first part, or I'm not going to read the second part. Nah, I'm not going to read the first part. So, the thing is, the thing, the thing, the thing is that in 1920, or in the 1920s, a German professor named Eugen Herigel, or Herigel, Herigel, I don't even I don't even know how would, how you would pronounce it in English. Like Eugen, it is just Eugen, you know, there's no oi in, in English actually. But yeah, he moved to Japan. You know, he's actually or Japan actually. He is a German professor. And uh, yeah, he came to teach philosophy at a uni university a few hours northeast of Tokyo in a city called Sendai or Sendai, whatever. So to deepen his understanding, well, I'm actually reading it, so I'm going to show you. So to deepen his understanding of Japanese culture, Harigal became training in Kyudo, the Japanese martial art of archery. He was taught by a legendary archer named Ova or Ava or Ovo, Ava Kenzo. Kenzo was convinced that beginners should master the fundamentals of archery before attempting to shoot a real target. Which means that he actually was shooting at a still target. I think it was some, some rolls, wasn't it? Yeah, it was just a roll of straw, just seven feet away. So the roll of straw was seven feet away from him, and he was shooting at it for four years. He was doing that for four years, four years. Now let's talk about dedication, motherfucker. Like, really talk about just, I don't know, just doing bullshit every single day and for four years and... People, well, actually a pretty funny post that I've seen today was like, okay, you know, people are working in a corporate job for the years, they're still broke and they're complaining and people are working for fucking years in a fucking startup or in their own business and they are complaining and they want to quit. Like, yeah, where is the kind of, I don't know, where's the dedication, you know, where is the being tough, where's the toughness or something? I don't know. The thing is, then uh, he actually, yeah, started to shoot real targets. Um, but before that, he was actually complaining. He was complaining of the incredibly slow pace his teacher replied. So he was complaining about the pace, but the teacher replied, the way to the goal is not to be measured. Of what importance are weeks, months, and years? When he was finally permitted to shoot at more distant targets, Harrigal's performance was dismal. Like, the first few attempts was, like, miserable. Like, his aim was really off, which is actually also the thing that his teacher said. Like, he said, okay, your aim is off, and your aim is poor, whatever it is. You know, he was just, well, really not maybe concentrated. But, yeah. Um, 
So Kenzo, however, looked at his student and replied that it was not whether one aimed, but how one approached the task, the task that determines the outcome. Frustrated with his reply, Harrigal blurted out, "Then you ought to be able to hit it in to hit it blindfolded." Kenzo paused for a moment and then said, "Come to see me this evening." And yeah, now what happened is actually just because Kenzo was doing it, thought I think it is actually. Yeah, I think, yeah, it must be. So Kenzo started to shoot. You know, he met his teacher. Well, he met his student in the dark. And it was really dark. Like, they couldn't see anything. And they started shooting at the targets. And because Kenzo was doing it for so many years and for such a long time, he just knew how to shoot the target. I do assume still, because they actually do not give some insights into that, I assume that the target was like, you know, just there was a certain distance between him and the target which means like okay you know he knows how to to shoot it you know he knows how to yeah how to target it how to shoot it whatever he just knows it you know because he has been doing it for so many years and of course you're going to be doing it blindfolded as well then i assume you know i at least assume but he said so after night had fallen the two men returned to the count yard or court court courtyard courtyard court courtyard courtyard <laughs> just joking so where the practice hall was located Kenzo walked to his usual shooting location now with the target hidden in the dark the archery master proceeded through his normal routine settled into his firing stance drew the bow string tight and released the first arrow into the darkness recalling the event later Herringle wrote I knew from the sound that it had hit the target Immediately, Kenzo drew a second arrow and again fired it into the night. Harrigal jumped up and ran across the courtyard to inspect the target. In his book, Sen in the Art of Archery, he wrote, When I switched on the light over the target, I don't know where the light is coming from, to be honest. Um, well, actually, maybe he had a light. Yeah, he probably had a light. They had light back in the days, even though it's been just a pretty long time ago. <laughs> so when I switched on light over the target stand, I discovered to my amazement that the first arrow was lodged full in the middle of the black, while the second arrow was splittered the butt of the first and blowed, whatever it actually means, through the shaft before embedding itself beside it. Kenzo had hit a double bullseye without being able to see the target. So now it is actually kind of the resume or the bottom line of it. Everything is aiming. Great archery masters, masters often teach that everything is aiming. Where you place your feet, how you hold the bow, the way you breathe during the release of the arrow, it all determines the end result. In the case of August Kenzo, the master archer was so mindful to the process that led to an accurate shot that he was able to replicate the exact series of external, internal movements even without seeing the external target. This complete awareness of the body and mind in relation to the goal is known as Sanshin. And now we actually go into what Sanshin means, because as so many words, you know, not even or not only in the Japanese language or Chinese language or Asian languages, but I would say also in just Western languages, it is often like, okay, words have different meanings. And, you know, I think especially in different contexts, this that they for sure have different meanings. Something that I've actually seen with goal. You know, goal could mean like a soccer goal. Goal could mean the field goal. Goal could mean like the goal that you're having in life. 
just really depends on the context. And it is actually amazing. Like, if you're mindful of it, and if you know that it is just really kind of determined by the context you're giving to it, it is really funny, you know, to use that. You know, you can just use words. You can just use words in designs or your artworks or whatever it is, or books if you're a writer. It is just amazing. You know, it's just amazing when you see that, that you can just play with the words to some degree. You know, at least as I'm thinking about it, I can't even give you an example. Like, yeah, I can't. So, sashin is a word used, or sanshin, I hope it is pronounced correctly, is a word used commonly throughout Japanese martial arts to refer to a state of relaxed alertness. So, relaxed alertness. It really reminds me, and I'm going to be pissed about this, because... I always hate, I really hate it when I'm going through something, you know, when I'm reading something, a headline or whatever it is, and then I'm stopping because I'm thinking about something different, you know, I hate it when I'm editing it, when I'm editing the episodes or cutting out specific parts that I then use for certain other things. But um, relaxed alertness just really reminds me on actively or being actively patient, because the thing is, being patient is very important, you know, I have to remind myself on on that so, so often, like, it is insane, you know, I'm really, I might not be the most patient guy, but I, I should really be, because good things always take time, and I, I think I've seen that, like, like, good things in my life, they have actually always just, yeah, they have been just taking some time, and they're just, yeah, they really just play something into it that I wanted to also talk about i hope i can get to this point because it's about the process you know about the prop process versus just well actually focusing on the process versus focusing on goals or on metrics analytics all those things i do hope that i somehow manage to get to there but yeah um so being patient but still being active because a lot of people th- I think are assuming that when I say like, okay, be patient, or when Gary Vee says, or some other people say, be patient, that they mean like laying around and just being patient, but passively patient, but I actually mean actively patient, or being actively patient, or active patience, because of course you should do things, of course you should act, of course you should record the episodes, of course you should just post your posts, whatever you're doing, but uh, yeah, you should be patient, you should be just you should be knowing that it's going to take some time. It's going to probably take two years. It's going to take three years. It's maybe even going to take five years. You know, who actually knows? Nobody knows. I don't know. You don't know. Nobody actually knows. You know, in the really end. You can assume some things and your assumptions might be right, but nobody for real knows. You know, it is what it is. I'm so freaking pumped. It is insane. It's really insane. So literally translated, sentient means the mind with no reminder or remainder because it's R-E-M-A-I-N. What is a remainder? Is it actually remainder or is it? No, it is actually remainder. 87 members are elected directly and the remainder by proportional representation. Residue, balance, remaining. Is it actually like the noun of remaining? I don't know. I know I have never been good with words and uh, such things, but yeah. So in other words, the mind completely focused um, on action and fixated on the task at hand. Sanjin is being constantly aware of your body, mind and surroundings without stressing yourself. It is an effortless vigilance or vigilance is V-I-G-I and it means watchfulness, careful observation and whatever. So in practice, Though Sanjin has even deeper meaning, Sanjin is choosing to live your life 
intentionally and acting with purpose rather than mindlessly falling victim to whatever comes their way. Actually a pretty important part there and a really important thing that he points out there. Um, it just really reminds me on, I don't know, just falling for every pleasure there is, you know, whether it be food, whether it be just, you know, sexual pleasure, whether it be like money, short-term money. It is really like, it reminds me on short-term versus long-term, which means like, okay, falling for the short-term, just choosing the money right now, choosing the, the better food right now or the better tasting food right now, you know, rather than choosing the not so tasty food, but healthy food because you're going to be healthy in the long-term. You know, it just really reminds me of that and really in general falling for, for everything, you know, falling for every satisfaction maybe, falling for everything that might be just pleasure. I guess, yeah, pleasure I think is a pretty great word to describe what I'm thinking about. The enemy of improvement. There is a famous Japanese proverb that says, after winning the battle, tighten, after winning the battle, tighten your helmet. And it basically says, because now I just remember that, um, every time we have finished something, it is basically before we have finished the next thing. Which means like, okay, and he's giving there a few other examples as well, but um, after every soccer game or after every football game, it is before every football game. So therefore you just have to be prepared, you have to stay in Sanjin mode or whatever. You have to just be conscious about it. But he also explains there or says there, this is Sanjin as well, the act of living with alertness regardless of whether, whether the goal has already been achieved or not. So we can carry this philosophy into many areas of life. Writing, the bell doesn't end when you publish a book, it ends when you consider yourself a finished product, when you lose the vigilance needed to continue improving your craft. Fitness, the battle doesn't end with your hit when you hit a PR, so personal record. It ends when you lose concentration, skip workouts, or even when you lose perspective and overtrain. And entrepreneurship, the battle does not end when you make a big sale. It ends when you get cocky and complacent. The enemy of improvement is neither failure nor success. The enemy of improvement is boredom, fatigue, and lack of concentration. The enemy of improvement is lack of commitment to the process because the process is everything. And now we actually write at the process. You know, it is really important to focus on the progress and progress, well, not actually progress, but process, you know, the thing that you're doing, just actually focusing on the thing that you're doing. You know, in terms of social media or especially YouTube, for me, it's been not caring about my analytics, you know, not always watching my analytics, not always looking up my analytics to see how everything is doing and seeing that the Elon Musk videos are doing pretty well and deciding to not do Elon Musk videos because of something. I actually don't know. I could just do a bunch of Elon Musk videos. I could be the next Elon Musk channel. I could be doing that. I could be just a fan channel. I don't know. I think there's just enough to talk about. And am I interested in that? Semi, I guess, you know, not, not fully, but also not like fully like just being distant from from him because he's an amazing person you know and he does amazing stuff and he's just a really interesting person as well but the thing is no i don't think so but maybe there's going to be another episode to just check if it is actually the case because it's, it's such an interesting thing you know these videos just get clicked and i don't know why you know it's yeah you know 
it isn't possible that it is because of the thumbnail. It really is not because it basically looks like the same like everyone else or every other thumbnail. But yeah, you know what? Let's actually go through this article, you know, or let's finish up with this article because it is nearly already finished. So the art of sentient in everyday life. One should approach all activities and situations with the same sincerity, the same intensity and the same awareness that one has with bow and arrow in hand. And I do want to point out there and, and kind of underline there that it is about all activities. Because I was thinking like, of course we are approaching different, different things or different activities in a different way. Especially when it is like something that you've done the first time or that you're doing the first time at this point of time. Or it is something that you've been doing just for hundreds and thousands of times. It's, it's going to be something different. You know, it's going to be something new question mark it's gonna be you're just approaching it in a different way you know this is what i want to say but the thing is should you is this smart does this make sense should you be approaching everything as as would you would you have been doing it for just hundreds of years or should you go just the other extreme side in a way like okay you're going to approach everything as it would be the first time i don't know what do you think about it? Hit me up on social media. You can always, you know, always. I'm always there unless I'm working. Then I'm not there. <laughs> and this quote, by the way, is from Kenneth Kushner. An arrow, one, one arrow, one life. So we live in a world obsessed with results. Like Herigl, we have a tendency to put so much emphasis on whether or not the arrow hits the target. If, however, we put that intensity and focus and sincerity into the process where we place our foot, how we hold the bow, how we breathe during the release of the arrow, and then hitting the bullseye is simply a side effect. The point is not to worry about hitting the target, the point is to fall in love with the boredom of doing the work and embrace each piece of the process. This point is to take that moment, the point is to take that moment of Sanjin, the moment of complete awareness and focus and carry it with you everywhere in life. It is not the target that matters, it is not the finish line that matters, it is the way we approach the goal that matters. Everything is aiming Zanjin. And this is the end of the article, and it just ends really cinematically. And I've, I've been actually trying to read it also relatively cinematically, you know, as far as I was able to, but I think I've done a pretty good job there, you know, it's w without actually, I don't know, being just too nice to myself or something, or to just cheering myself up too much i don't fucking know it's been quite good thing is yeah the process is everything you know if you hate the process you know for example let's let's, let's take youtube again and let's take making videos again if you hate the process of doing the videos every single day of course it's gonna be a really hard time to hit the target but if you like it you know if you would do if you would be doing it anyway it's gonna it's gonna be coming i guess you know it's gonna be the case you know because if you love it Chances are there that you also want to improve, you know, and also want to be better than everybody else. And something that I've learned today from one of Gary V's podcasts, once again, they are amazing, check them out, is that the best always wins, you know. And if I'm starting a new channel, and I'm, I'm a new cooking channel, by the way, I've seen a new, and I think I've been talking about him before, but I've seen a new cooking channel rising up. You know, it is just insane. Sometimes I actually see those channels that had like, 30k or 100k and then once I see like or once I recognize like they're gonna just they're gonna just really be famous they're just really gonna just 
push they're really gonna pop up you know it's been um the case with adam ragusia um i don't know how to pronounce it and or to spell it i'm very sorry but i could look about look that up but i've I've seen him and his first videos, and I think he had 100k or, or maybe less. You know, it's been something in that era. I think it was actually less than 100k, and now he's having like 400k or something. But the funny thing is, once I see people, you know, once the channel hit actually my front page on YouTube, I kind of feel like, well, they have done it. You know, they are going to rise. They are going to be pretty great. And maybe I'm going to be the front page today, you know, on somebody's page. Yeah, might be the case, you know, might not be the case, but I'm trying to stick to the process. You know, I'm, I'm trying to just keep doing what I'm doing to just also, you know, keep attention to what people are saying, whether it might be too long, the episodes might be too long, whether something else, I don't know, there's so many variables that lead to just it being a good video, I guess, you know. But I think one of the most important parts is um, me, actually, you know, and my talking abilities. Because I often see, like, because um, lately I've been also listening to my own podcast to just check the audience, see how everything is working, how I should actually edit them so that it is nicely to listen to. Because, you know, I assume that people are listening to podcasts while they are on the go. And there it is just really crucial that it is loud enough. But it is not just distorting to some point of time or whatsoever. Yeah, you know, is it complicated? Maybe, you can say, I don't know. Yeah, maybe, to some degree. Like, like yeah, you know, it's pretty difficult to, to somehow um, yeah, determine how you should be editing in post the audio so that it is the best. You know, because sometimes you have to make trade-offs and then it is like pretty fucked off, but... But yeah, I know sometimes it just sounds completely different when I'm just listening it on a Mac. And then when I'm listening on my phone with the headphones, it's just, yeah, way nicer and it's way better. But yeah, it should not be what the episode is all about. Um, but if you're doing something, if you're having a podcast, if you're having a page, a Facebook page, an Instagram page, if you have TikTok, start TikTok right now. Start Really start TikTok. I'm not going to lie. I've started as well. And I'm also seeing like that uh, the organic reach is somehow just sinking a little bit you know i kind of feel like that i'm not getting as many views as i've got you know because i'm having just some stupid ass videos with 1.2k views you know just out of nowhere you know because organic reaches was somehow i kind of feel like somehow so incredibly high that you know you were able to reach everybody like theoretically but the thing is you can also see you know those videos that only have one view one like or whatsoever on my front page or whatever it is called my discovery page and there you can see like well yeah you know they actively push new content you know which is pretty good so start doing it and also start on linkedin you know even though it might be a little bit like hmm because yeah it is just such a different context it really is but yeah no matter what you're doing think about the process not progress but process and do not kind of give a fuck about the analytics too much. You, you know, you're going to cripple yourself. You really do. And it's going to be not so good. But yeah. Um, I think this is going to be the end of the episode. And the, the recent episodes have been relatively short, to be honest. If it is good or bad, I don't know. It's going to be just... I'm going to leave it like this, I guess. You know, it's going to be just okay what it is or 
as it is right at the time. I assume at least, I hope at least. Well, I hope. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna see, you know, if somebody speaks up and is like, well, I would like to have 60-minute episodes, then I do have to start thinking about something different or have to think about making them differently. But yeah, thank you very much for listening. I really, truly appreciate that. From the bottom of my fucking heart, I can't even tell you how how nice it is to actually see that people are watching the shit that you're posting every single day and that you have been posting every single day. But yeah, um, so thanks a lot for that. And also subscribe, subscribe to the podcast and to the YouTube channel if you do not want to lose anything or lose out on any information or miss out on any information. And yeah, like the video, rate the podcast would be amazing. And yeah, I wish you the best health of feminism and success and also success. And I also hope that you're going to remind yourself on how you're going to be remembered, which means your legacy, you know, because we can shape it, we can somehow sculpture it, but in the end, it is like no matter how nice and generous you are, there's still going to be someone that does not like you or maybe even hates you. Who knows? But it is it is actually what it is, unfortunately. Maybe this is how we human beings are. Uh, I don't know. Could be the case. But yeah, also think about your purpose and some questions that might help you with that is or are what are you trying to achieve? You know, what are you trying to change? And why are you here? And what bothers you the most? Also a pretty good one. Like those things that really piss you off. Often it's like, well, you got to change them. Then you have a business idea and you have somehow a purpose in life. Maybe. But yeah, with that being said, thank you very much. I see you the next time. Hopefully, stay tuned and stay patient and sation. I've, yeah, I've not pronounced it right. But yeah, I see you.